Blog Talk Radio. problems to make break or tear our heart support. <clears throat> On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can go online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart podcast. That's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart podcast. Also, for those who may be on social media, you can go to reconnect my heart. Excuse me, reconnect my heart podcast dot com. Reconnect my heart podcast. You can see the video version of of the podcast, as well as you can go to my Facebook or YouTube channel, Brother Prater. Brother Prater. Actually, spelled like this. Brother Prater. P R 
O T H E R, Prater, Piers and Paul, R A, Tears and Tom, E R. Um, also, for those who may be uh, wanted to chime in on into the chat room, you can go to our chat room, which is on uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect one heart podcast. I want to thank each and everyone who've tuned in. Thank y'all for y'all continued prayers and support. I want to say hello to everyone. I hope y'all had a great, great day. Matter of fact, I know uh, today being Sunday for those who may be watching outside of the U.S. Um, this is Sunday, and right now many people are watching the NFL games. They're trying to figure out who's going to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, so, uh, matter of fact, my understanding is the 49ers and the Rams are playing now. Um, I think uh, the Bengals. I think the Bengals made it. Um, they played a couple of hours ago, so they'll be going to the Super Bowl. So now they're trying to figure out who they will be playing against. Uh, I think it was the Bengals. The Bengals or um, the Chiefs. I, like I said, I, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, I'm not a uh, football fan. Uh, I watch every now and then, but. My sport is wrestling. <laughs> I can tell you who won last night on the uh, um, Royal Rumble. I can tell you that. <laughs> but um, once again, I thank y'all for y'all continue pressing support. And so on today, what we're going to do, just uh, this was actually on my heart. Uh, earlier this week, you know, I was just thinking, you know, Lord, um, what do we need to talk about this Sunday? And um, all I kept Sin was like so many of us need to clean out the trash, and I'm thinking, okay, well, you know that is a normal thing for us to do, uh, regardless if you're in a residence or you know if you have a, an apartment complex, you know, we need to dump out the trash. And he was like, no, that's a physical trash, but there's a lot of trash that may be going on in the minds of people. And I'm like, oh, hmm. We need to clean out that gutter. A lot of things that may be going on in my mind, and if you think about it, our mind is just like it's a computer. And so, with that computer, a lot of times we have to uh, get rid of old data. Matter of fact, I was looking at my phone actually yesterday. I had to uh, remove some old data, some unused data, off my phone to make room for me to be able to do some editing for my videos. And I was like, wow. And get this, just like on my phone, phone or computer, there are some operations that we use on our phone or on our computers. Um, Some of them may be apps. And so what happens a lot of times with the apps, they have to be updated. And so sometimes by it being updated, sometimes it may require extra extra, uh, memory, extra memory. So... By it being updated, it may require more memory use than the former. So I was like, hmm. And so sometimes what happened, like when I was trying to use my phone, a lot of times I can't do editing on my phone because if I make a video, let's say if I make a video for five minutes, well, if I try to edit 
I can not only just have room for that five minutes of the video that I made, but I have to have an additional quote unquote, let's say another five minutes for me to be able to do the edit and then whatever uh, have a length that that new version is, I have to have enough room for that also. So that let me know that a lot of times because we're not cleaning out our data, a lot of times we don't have room for growth, which leads to tonight's episode. Tonight's episode, we're going to talk about cleaning, uh, getting rid of the junk that's off our minds. We're going to talk about that and much more in the episode called Freeing Your Mind of Old Data. Freeing Your Mind of Old Data. Data or data. Like I said, our minds are just like the computer. And so we have to make sure that in order for us to be able to have our computers up and running properly and the proper speed that it has to, we have to look at how we're going to be able to make sure that we're getting the best out of our computer. And that requires us to be very attentive to the usage and what we store, but also for it to be able to make sure that we are able to allow it to sometimes cut off. We call that rest. If we can do that pertaining to the computer or our phone, same way we have to look at pertaining to our minds. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and just jump in. First thing always think about, first of all, we got to be able to address that there is a problem. No matter what you may do in life, if you are not willing to admit that there is a problem, then there is a problem, (laughs) and that problem is you. If we're not able to acknowledge that there is a problem, then ultimately the first problem is ourselves. So we have to be able to acknowledge that there is a problem because a lot of times, unfortunately, Unfortunately, we don't think about how much is on our minds until sometimes we get away. You know, it's like our body and our mind are so accustomed to the stress, which I'm definitely going to be speaking about later on. But we're so used to a stressful environment or a stressful um, uh, workload, sometimes that becomes the norm. And sometimes you don't realize how abnormal it is until you get in the abnormal of rest or in the abnormal of peace. Because sometimes we're so used to conflict. Some people, some people where it's drama, to them it's normal. But then what happened, in order for you to realize that it's abnormal, you have to get outside of the area and know what normalcy looks like. And then you're able to recognize that what I was in was drama or what I was in was chaotic. So like I said, we have to be able to acknowledge what it looks like and for us to be able to acknowledge that there is a problem. If we don't acknowledge that there is a problem, then we'll never properly get the help that is needed. So for us to be able to acknowledge, uh, acknowledge that there is a problem, and then after we acknowledge that there is a problem, then we need to look at, okay, Examining the data and also the root of the data. 
being able to take inventory of each thing that may be on our minds. Take inventory. And when I say take inventory, that means be able to look at it and examine each and everything. When I say, when I think about being able to take inventory, that's you being very transparent with yourself. A lot of times, like I said, we can't be in denial. We can't make excuses for the things that may be uh, something that we have to just detox ourselves from. We have to be able to acknowledge, hey, okay, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. And not only acknowledging what's yours, but also even if there's anything else that may be associated with the things that may be on your mind that don't belong to you. That's why it's so important for us to take inventory, take inventory of the things that may be on our mind, not only let us know and for us to be able to label it, but also not only acknowledging what's on our minds, but also who's the owner of whatever problem that may be on our minds. So along with that, being able to get to the root, let's acknowledge that there is a problem and acknowledge where the source come from. Because first we have to see that there is a problem and then also looking at who it's coming from. So what it is and who brought it or who dropped it off to us or who we got it from. Because a lot of time, unfortunately, there may be people that give us problems, but then there are other people that we take problems from. You understand that? So being able to understand who brought the problem and dropped it off versus who came to us and we voluntarily took the problem from them to own it as our own. Hmm. So examining the data and also the root of the data. And then also being able to, like I said, find out what the problem or who brought the problem or who we took the problem from, and then also, without us being biased about it, let's find solutions for us to fix it. Okay, so that's what part of the things that we do. Um, always look at, before we talk about a solution, we got to first address the problem. So now we have addressed the problem. Being able to admit that there is a problem Look at what each and every one of those problems are. Look at being able to look at who we got the problems from or who drop off the problem. And then for us to be able to really just look at being able to be transparent, be able to get it done or get it fixed. Now, with those things in mind, some of the steps we need to do for us to be able to uh, clear, clean out the data that may be on our minds. First of all, we always think about prayer. Prayer. Prayer is so important. And a lot of times, we're not just talking about praying when things are going bad. Sometimes people just think about what prayer is. Is prayer just talking to God only when things are going wrong? Or only talking to God before you go to bed? Or, well, you know, just 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 pray like I said, whenever there's a problem or pray before you go to bed or just you just talking to God. 
But in actuality, prayer is a two-way communication. You talking to God as well as God talking to you. If you think about it, for those who may be thinking, well, you know, I prayed about it, but if you really think about it, oftentimes we talk to God more than we allow God to talk to us. What do I mean? A lot of times we just automatically go to God and we tell God what our problems are or whatever. And that's fine and dandy. That's what he wants us to do. But a lot of times we cut off our conversation from him before he able to respond to us about a solution to our problems. So when I say prayer, we got to think about prayer on two sides, not just on one side. Prayer being you talking to God and God talking to you back. If we just think about only when we got a problem, we just talk to God. If we just talk about when we talking to God about our problem, are we really listening? Are we allowing God the time for us to be able for Him to be able to come back with us or come back to us with a solution? We got to think about that. Like I said, and and to be honest with you, you know, for us to really be able to really just understand the importance of prayer, because actually prayer is our lifeline. Prayer, prayer is as important as oxygen is to your blood. Now, blood is the lifeline of us, of human beings, of any species. But so with that blood being important for us, because blood represents life, but inside that blood, there's oxygen that has to be in place for life to exist, and that's for any species. So prayer is our lifeline as believers. Prayer is our lifeline. Prayer is, matter of fact, my sister said this uh, years ago. She said, prayer was the first wireless communication that ever was created. Prayer is for our benefit. Prayer is for our benefit. And, of course, God is all-knowing, all-seeing. But really, if you really think about it, in us talking to God and for us to uh, not only talk to God, but for God to talk to us, if you really think about it, who's going to be benefiting from it? Would it be God? It's us. We the one that need it. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you really think about it, it's us that really need it. Because if you really think about it, we need God more than God need us. We need God. God wants us. God wants us, but we need him. And so for us to be able to really just get into terms with the importance of prayer. Prayer is important. Prayer, excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, bless me. Matter of fact, that's a little nugget I'm going to take. Uh, a lot of times you think about like when we sneeze. We may hear people say, God bless you, bless you. You know, that's a great opportunity for us to be able to receive the blessing of God, even through a sneeze, impromptu sneeze. I say thank you. I appreciate that. But the first thing before I say thank you is I receive it. So, hey, bless you. I receive it. Thank you. <laughs> so, that's, hey, that's a little impromptu thing. You know, look, we... I'll take any blessings that God has for me. And sometimes it just lets you know that 
people are thinking about you or people people want to bless you or you never know how even just somebody, somebody saying bless you or God bless you, they praying for you. That's a short prayer right there. That's a short prayer right there that you can receive and you just acknowledge in A, I receive or thank, well, thank you, but I receive it. You receiving that, hey, that's golden. So, hey, you think about it, the next time somebody sneezes, good, you can tell them thank you. And there might be an opportunity for you to even educate them about that. But also, if you sneeze and somebody say, bless you or God bless you, don't forget to say, I receive it. So that's something I really want to just kind of throw out there since it happened, especially on live. Um, so for us to be able to pray, the Bible tells us that men should always pray and not faint or not lose heart, not give up. Uh, prayer strengthens us as believers. Prayer is so important. Like I mentioned, prayer is our communication with God as well as for God to be able to communicate with us. And I know that there are various ways that God can communicate with us uh, more than prayer. He may speak to us through our dreams or through vision, um, just so many different ways. You know, uh, you know when you, when you look at nature, when you look at just things that God created, those are, I call them God's fingerprints. And so just understand God has provided ways for us to be able to hear from him and for for him to communicate with us and that let us know that he want to talk to us and so god wants us to be able to talk and pray about any and everything because to be honest with you there are some things there are some things that we fix in our own power so regardless if we can fix it or not, but prayer is always in order. That's one thing we have to think about. Prayer is always in order and always welcomed. And you don't have to verbally be loud for you to pray. You can pray to yourself. You can pray and, and, and I always tell people where you can live a life of prayer. You can live a life of prayer. You can, you think about it. You can talk to God without even opening up your mouth, or you can talk to God, you can meditate on God, even if you're in a crowd of people who may not even believe in God. You might be at work, and they may tell you, hey, you better not pray. Hey, you hey they can't read what's on your mind. They can't hear your thoughts. That's something that you and God, look here, you and God can have that time where y'all can just have it in the midst of a crowd or even privately. But one thing I will tell y'all what I believe, and this is something that I start doing, is you think about it. A lot of times, regardless if you're at work or at church or whatever, a lot of times we go to the restroom. We go to the restroom to handle our business. It's fine and dandy. But you think about it. When we were in love, when we might have been pursuing someone or might have might have been pursued. When we were in love with someone as kids, we got a chance to either think about them, maybe write a little note, or now we're in 2022, get a cell phone and send them a text. You know, each chance we got, we were thinking about them when we knew that they were accessible 
and we can communicate with them, we will go to the bathroom and just thinking of you, smiling face, or thinking about thinking of you with a little kissy face and send it to them. Well, we did that when we were going to the restroom. But you think about each time you go to the restroom, how about you say a, a little quick prayer? Or just an acknowledgement to God. Hey, God, thank you. Sometimes you may not have time to say everything. And it ain't about what it ain't about what you say, but it's the spirit in what you say or how you say it. So for you to be able to just say, Lord, thank you, Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, you're so awesome. You know, you know, stuff like that, you can send those spiritual love letters to God to let him know that he's important in your life. He's not number one. He's the only one in your life. You know, so just looking at those times for us to be able to just pray, I, I, like I said, I look at it as conversating with God. And so just utilize each chance you get to just let God know that you appreciate him, even worship, thanking him, you know, uh, admiring him, you know, admiration, all these things, all these things that we can do for us to be able to really just um, have that quality time with God. And also, that, like I said, that helps our minds. You know, um, another thing, another thing is being able to just, I call it talking out. Talk it out. If you think about it, a lot of times what may be on our minds it would help if we just talked to somebody about it. Like I said, there may be some things that, you know, it, it might be so much. It might be so much on you, and it's a healthy thing for you to not just, look, we can talk to God. That's fine and dandy, and that is important. But also we are human beings, and human beings, it, just like any creature that God has created, is all about relationships, you know, we don't live in an island. We don't live on an island. We ain't by ourselves. A lot of us, we come from family or friends. And I'm going to say it like this. We need somebody. Of course, we got Jesus. Praise the Lord. That's fine and dandy. That, that's important. But also, God has placed us here on earth for us to be able to help one another. We draw strength from one another. But the most important thing we got to do is be able to be be mindful of the people we choose to talk to and also to listen to. So it's our responsibility to make sure that we uh, we watch, we monitor, we evaluate the people that we talk to. You know, don't be surprised when people that come to you to talk to you about other people, don't be surprised if you tell them information and just like they told you about other people, business, they tell other people about your business. That was an old saying that my grandmama once said. They said, uh, if a dog carry a bone, or if a dog bring a bone, he'll carry a bone. If a dog bring a bone, he'll carry a bone. What does that mean? If somebody come to you with mess about somebody, they'll go to somebody else with mess about you. So we have to put responsible people in our lives to make sure that we choose quality people to confide in 
Even with that, be prayerful. Even with that, be mindful of the people that you evaluate. Be mindful. It is our responsibility to do our due diligence, to discern, to evaluate, to check out people. You know, see see how they handle other people's business. If you think about it, think about it. I look at some of the sports teams, and when they get ready to hire a new coach, what they going to do? If they see that there's a coach that's available, that's a, a successful, a successful coach that's available, they're going to put that person in place because that person has proven themselves with other teams. And now they realize that person is available, and we know that we can have a winning team because this person was winning where they were at. You very seldom see a coach that's been unsuccessful in all of his career to get fired and then go to another another team that end up doing the same thing in that new team. So it's very important for us to just, like I said, be careful and be mindful of the people that we choose to talk and to share with. Along with talking to people, uh, talking it out, or if you want to say getting out, not only for us to be able to talk to quality people, but also for us to be able to talk to ourselves. You know, you'd be surprised the nuggets that God may even give through you to you. You being able to talk it out. Like I said, sometimes us talking it out because we got it so much in our mind for us to be able to speak it out, for us to hear hear our own problems out of, in our own ears. So being able to just talk it out, get it out, that is so, so, so important. Um, along with being able to just talk it out, get it out, you know, like I said, for us to be able to really just listen. And also, not only for us to be able to talk to people about our problems, but also what may happen that may be very, very good is when you know somebody is in the same situation as you, you being able to help them talk, you know, talk to them. And because a lot of times what happens when you help people in their problem, then you helping them with y'all problems. That makes sense? So being able to just look at, you know what, I'm not an island. I can help someone, number one, me talking to someone for us to be able to receive help because sometimes some of us, we know how to give, but we don't know how to receive. So that's something that we have to be responsible for, too, being able to receive the help. There are some people that are so private, they don't want nobody to help them. You know, God can't bless a closed fist. So for us to be able to Accept help. Don't let pride prevent you from getting the help that you need. Not just the help that you need, but the help that you deserve. You know, so we got to think about that, being able to talk it out, get it out. Okay, another step we need to do, this might be something that might be very helpful. Get away. (laughs) Get away. You know, a lot of times people don't understand Sometimes just getting away from the environment, it is so helpful. Sometimes it's hard for us to be able to 
get stuff off of our, our minds, but we right in the environment that created the problems to go into our minds. So sometimes just getting away. Sometimes just, uh, if you look at it, sometimes just going outside and looking at nature. You'd be surprised how God has provided so many beautiful sceneries for us to enjoy. And God has created a free place for us to enjoy. It, it, I look at it as being therapeutic. God has created a therapeutic environment for us to be able to get the help that is needed. And some of that time, it just requires us to open up the front door or the back door and go outside. Sometimes our healing or our getting stuff out of our mind or getting the clutter off our mind, opening the door and taking a few steps, a change of scenery. That could be temporary or permanent, but just being able to just get a change of scenery, but to be able to just uh, breathe, that would be so, that would be so enjoyable. So enjoyable. The other thing we need to do is write stuff down. You know, it's so important for us, sometimes for us to be able to just clear the stuff that's on our mind, but just writing it down. We can't remember everything. And this this one thing that I'll do, I got this from my dad is for it, right? Every time I would talk to my dad about a problem or situation, he always go in his he always go in his pocket with a pad and just start writing. And just, I'm like, come on, daddy, you know. But I realize I do the same thing now, you know. And so uh, one of the things that I realized that really helped, I look at it like this. What helps me in my mind, if it's something that I know that I need to do, if it's just a temporary thing or let's just say if somebody asked me to go to the grocery store and get, a list with three items. Instead of me trying to remember it, I'll write it down. I'll write it down because I know if I try to keep it in my head, once I am done shopping, it doesn't automatically delete from my brain. So what I try to do, I try to keep my thinking for long-term storage. When they come down to permanent storage, write it down. Like I said, this is me. Long-term storage, I can remember it. Short-term storage, write it down. Matter of fact, if somebody invite me, hey, I need you to come to this event. I need you to, uh, if it's go to their house or whatever whatever building, I always do this, especially if I'm going to be continuing to go. I have to go over there or drive by in the daytime, in the night. Because i got to be able to visually see how it looks in the daytime. I have to visually see how it looks in the nighttime. I might drive there five times in the daytime to be able to recognize it. But on that sixth time, instead of me going in the daytime, I'm, I may go at night and I'll get lost. Like I said, that's me. That's the way I'm wired, you know. So being able for us to just write stuff down, be able to incorporate that into our daily practice. There are some things you don't have to remember. Just write it down. Write it down and then revisit it. You know, write stuff down. That helps us so much. You know, like I said, I know me. 
because our minds like a computer I was mentioning earlier, if I don't write down those three items I got to get from the store, what'll happen? I might be going somewhere next month. And that's thing you know, I'll be thinking about those three items. And then what happened in the midst of a month, I go to the store one day for three items, the the day for four items. You know, a week later for five items. The week after that for one item. Because that stuff doesn't easily delete in my brain. When I go to the store uh, a month later, I'll be thinking about, oh, my, I, I supposed to be getting that. I supposed to be getting that. I supposed to be getting that. And then come to find out, that's what stuff I already got some time ago. But because I didn't delete it from my mind, I'm thinking about that. So now it becomes cluttered in my mind. Am I supposed to get this? Am I supposed to be getting that? You know, so it's best for us to just, if you want to say just detox ourselves or just delete those things from our minds by writing stuff down. Another thing, even if you write it down, it's okay to write in codes where that way you may not want everybody to be knowing your thoughts or whatever. So you might write in codes or whatever like that. So, you know, that's, that's very beneficial, and I, I do that too. Another thing, relaxing music, relaxing music. Listen, some people think, oh, I'm, you know, every music ain't bad. There may be some great inspirational, instrumental, instrumental music. Me being a musician, I love, I've always loved music. I love music. I love not just the guitars, the bass, the keyboards, but even I love horns. I love instruments. I love pianists. I love music. Sometimes, not just, um, if you look at it, not just the music as far as instrumental, but also even uh, there are some CDs. There are some CDs or there are some uh, videos on YouTube where it just plays music or plays sound, such as the ocean or such as raindrops and thunder, all these things. So it may not be, quote, unquote, music with instruments, but like I said, it could be sounds or effects or something. So just being able to just incorporate that, that, that relaxes your mind. You know, so um, relaxing music, so, so, so important. Another step, this is something that I know I'm guilty of sometimes. Matter of fact, I'm, I was guilty of that this weekend, this right here, getting proper rest. <laughs> getting proper rest. You know, poor sleep can interfere with your ability to solve problems, and make decisions. Sometimes lack of sleep, sometimes lack of sleep, it does not allow you to be able to think or even just the ability to respond. person is sleep deprived, they don't respond quickly. So that's why they tell people, hey, make sure, not just because you can go to sleep, but your response level may not be as sharp. You know, um, one of the things we have to think about is just like a computer, if you keep a computer on for a whole week, it's going to always going to start going slow, going slow, going slow, going slow, going slow. Because of what happened is running on the old data that you 
pad when you first cut it on, but because you haven't cut it off, you know, and today may be Friday, but it's running on the old data as what it was on Sunday. So when you cut off your computer, it's called reboot. You reboot it. Even when you um, update, even when you update a program on your phone, or on your computer, they always give you the option to restart now. Even if you update that program or that app that's on your phone or on your computer or tablet, even if you update it, it will not go into effect until after you restart. When you restart or when you reboot your device, then that's when it allows it for it to be to come up to right now code or mode. So the same thing pertaining to our bodies, our minds. In order for us to be able to have our minds rebooted or updated, we have to get proper rest. And each person is, may have or may require a different amount of sleep. This person may require seven. That person may require nine or ten. Sometimes with stressful activities, sometimes some things it require more than others. Some people, you know, um, there are some people that I know, like I say like myself, if I get some sleep, I can sleep peacefully and uninterrupted and just wake up refreshed, and I might have six and a half hours of sleep versus somebody else may have eight and a half hours of sleep, and it'd be horrible. So it's the quality of rest that's so important also. Also, for us to be able to, um, like I said, poor sleep can interfere with your ability to solve problems and decisions. Also, feeling also lead to feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes people can feel, uh, can have anxiety because they have so much on them. And so for us to be able to just allow ourselves to just relax, get some rest, also, another thing that may be good, go clean your car or your house, if not both. Sometimes a clean environment can actually make you feel better. You know, um, that's if it don't rain, too. Especially, you know, you clean out your car, you wash your car and everything. You know, you, then you drive up to the house, and next thing you know, boom, it saw a thunder, and you're like, oh, man, but at least you got a clean car. <laughs> so sometimes just cleanliness, it, 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 it changes our attitude. It helps our attitude. And so it, 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 it seemed like it just a – I'm not going to say it's a coincidence, but I think that that's a metaphor where God has allowed for us to be able to really just look at what we're doing in the physical is actually helping us in the mental. I didn't say the spiritual. What we're doing in the physical is actually helping us in the mental. So uh, something else we got to think about, do not, do not, this is something that may be a little bit difficult for some of us. Don't allow other folks' problems to become our problems. If we want to really get stuff off of our minds, we have to look at 
Are we allowing people's problems to become our problems? We have to make sure, have to make sure to stop allowing other people's problems to interfere in our lives. There are people that we actually volunteer to pick up their problems. There are people that we really, and I'll put it like this. Now, it's one thing. I'm not talking about someone that, you know, a good person, someone that, you know, we may help out, whatever. But let's flip the script. There are so many people that we know their problem starters. There are so many people, it's like every time you see them, there's a dark cloud. There's a cloud of problems, drama, chaos. There's always centered around their life. And what happened because of our good, kind heart? We just trying to help them, but you know, baby, they ain't got nobody else, so we got to, you know, they family. Look here, I don't give a fat rat who they are. You have to be responsible for your own peace. You have to, listen, there are some people, you have to understand, you can't help everybody. I'm going to say it like this. There are some people that don't deserve your help. So you have to be able to be very mindful, very careful who you volunteer your services for. You cannot and should not volunteer your service to everyone. When I say your service, the reason why I have to say service, because sometimes in our work that we do for people, a lot of time our heart is attached to it. And what happened, we make an emotional decision in a business setting. Understand, when it comes down to business, you can't take business personal. And so what happened, well, you know, I know that I know that, that person, they always do that. They always do that, you know, but I, I just feel so sorry for them. I just got to help them. And guess what? Because of your, you say, kind heart, that's not being a kind heart. That's being a selfish heart because you're selfish. You're thinking about you helping them instead of you just giving them the tools or they may have already had the tools for them to be able to stand up on their own. So many times we prevent people from growing up. We for, we prevent people. Sometimes there are some people, some we call it tough love, but some people have to bump their head without any assistance from anybody for them to grow up and start making mature decisions. But what happens, they can't make those two mature decisions because they got you to fall back on all the time. And what happens is instead of you helping them, you're handicapping them. You're handicapping them and you're disabling yourself. So you have, you're hurting two people, at least two people. Not only are you stopping their growth, but you're hindering your growth as well as those that love you and those that are concerned about you. And sometimes what happens, people like that, they involve so many other people. Well, hey, we, we need we need to get some money together. We need to help this. We need to help this. Uh-uh. Grown person needs to speak up for themselves. Grown man needs to speak up for themselves. So we have to stop allowing other people's problems to become our problems. I always tell people to ask, ask people this. Before you get ready to help somebody, ask yourself, did God assign you to help them? Well, you know, the Bible say, uh, and those that know me, I'm very transparent. When people act like that, I say, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Don't Look here. Don't start quoting no scripture because you're using it out of context. 
you, you, your motive of saying that ain't godly. Your motive is you being selfish. You so much thinking about them. See, you so much thinking about yourself, but you omitting helping them. You're thinking about yourself. Well, I just feel needy. You know, we always, it's all about you. In other words, there's a void in you. And and like I said, this is just conversation. This is something that's supposed to be helping all of us. Like I said, sometimes we 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 prevent people from getting the help and healing that they need. The problem, the problem ain't just their decision making, but sometimes it may be you. So that's why it's so important. And me, even if it takes me to acknowledge this on this platform. For us to be able to have the person that you're trying to help, help them to grow, help them to start making better decisions because what happens, you keep going back and forth trying to help them, trying to do this, trying to do that. You worry yourself out. And what happens, you end up dying. Is that going to help them? No. Sometimes, look here, you didn't stretch yourself out and all that stuff, and that's thing you know, you dead and gone. And now... They don't. Ha- they don't have the ability to stand up because you didn't allow them to. And I just say it like this: you die for nothing. You want to make sure that you do not allow anybody to be in a worse condition. Sometimes a person see a person have to speak up for themselves. A person have to stand up for themselves. So, and one of the things I always tell people. And this is just me as a man speaking. As a man, I had matter of fact, I had a great conversation with a young man yesterday, uh, Mr. Derek, Mr. Derek Floyd. I appreciate you. But see, as a man, a real man want to make sure that he's the one that's protecting and providing and everything. And so, when a man feels like he can't help, when he feels disabled, when he feels like Man, you know, I, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. It hurts. Now, if it don't bother a man that he's not uh, inputting, he's not um, protecting, it's something wrong with him. <laughs> but for a man to be able to be the covering, be the protector, be the provider, it gives him security. It gives him his identity for him to protect his family to love his family, not just verbally saying he loves them, but showing that he loves, showing, like I said, being able to protect all these things as a man. So, you know, you always want to make sure that he has the accessibility of exercising his manhood, that manhood is providing, protecting, giving counsel, all these things. Also, one of the things that may be very helpful for us to do is for us to be able to compartmentalize. That's the word that I learned back in 2018, compartmentalize. <laughs> for us to be able to really just um, categorize the things that may be on our minds and look at, you know, what's important, what's not important, what's long-term, what's short-term. Like I said, what belongs to me, what belongs to others. Compartmentalize those things kind of self-explanatory. Another thing that we need to do to help um, free our mind of old data, physical de-stressors. 
physical distressors. What do I mean? Exercise. Exercise does the body good. Now, I'm learning. <laughs> but exercise, being able to just, uh, I don't care if it's lifting weights, I don't care if it's just walking or whatever, being able to do some physical activities. You'd be surprised, you you know, while you're moving around and everything, you can allow your mind to just, you know, um, it, it's almost like being able to just focus, you're able to focus, you're able to get some clarity of things. A massage, a massage, oh, my God, does about it good. And some people, well, no, I'm saved. Now, look here, believers need to have a massage and all that stuff. We can get stressed. I didn't realize I didn't realize what stress or, excuse me, uh, well, actually stress. I didn't realize what stress can do to your body. I didn't realize what grief can do to your body until I end up having that experience. Oh, my gosh. That really, uh, I ended up getting a massage. Um, matter of fact, giving a shout-out to Miss Terry Brooks. Miss Terry Brooks, um, my gosh, she was awesome. Uh, I ended up uh, paying for myself and my son getting a massage, and I'm telling you, it was marvelous. I like deep tissue massage. I like, you know, them put the elbows up in me. I, I like that. I like it. <laughs> Matter of fact, um, you know, I tell people to eat his own. You know, some people, they can't handle the heart or whatever like me. So that's it. So exercise, massage, also something else that we often don't talk about. It's so important for us to do chiropractic work. Going to see the chiropractor. I've been actually um, the chiropractor I go to. I've been going to him if I'm not mistaken. I believe since 2001 or 2002. He said I'm gonna give him a shout out. His name is Doctor Harris, Doctor Dennis Harrison Fort Worth. I would gladly give y'all his information. Great man. Matter of fact, uh, he's been going to me for so long. He knows my body, and he knows me. He knows when I'm stressed. Uh, matter of fact. Uh, he when uh, I went with him, I, I went to him when I was when I went through my divorce, when I was going through my breakups and all that stuff. You know, even when I lost my sister, you know, he he knew he could tell and all that stuff. So um, I, I believe in incorporate that into my life. I I try to go to the uh, massage, try to get, get a massage as often as possible. Um, go to the chiropractor work at least once a month for maintenance. You know, you know, your body can get fine. Then next thing you know, it's good to go for maintenance. You know, upkeep, upkeep your work. Also, this is something else many people may not be familiar with: foot detoxing. Oh my gosh, foot detoxing. Those who have had a foot detoxing before, I'm telling you that. Look here, that thing. Oh my gosh. It's so relaxing. Getting your, getting your foot detox, oh, my gosh. Me just thinking about it makes me emotional. Oh, my goodness. My, my, my. Look here. <laughs> the person I actually go to, and I'm giving her a shout-out, Deetra White. Um, Deetra White. Now her marriage name, Deetra White uh, uh, Matlock. Deetra White Matlock. She gonna hit me when she see me. But Deetra White Matlock. Deetra Matlock. Oh, great, 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 great. And I give y'all her information too. Great person, great person to go get a foot detox. And you know, you sit down, and when that machine start going, and those 
toxins leave your body, you end up looking, you see stuff you ain't seen in years. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw stuff I ain't seen in so long. I'm like, my goodness, I had that in the third grade, <laughs> you know, just all this all this pollutants and stuff just leaving your body. And so I had to bring it up because what I realized I was so relaxed after I at first had that and it made me see how sometimes because of our environment we're so wired up. You you know look, you'd be surprised what's in the air. You'd be surprised what we uh what toxins come to us by what we breathe or what we drink, what we eat or whatever. So a lot of time I think that I normally don't like giving my opinions, whatever that, but I just like stating facts. When I begin to incorporate foot detoxing, it really, really helped me to see how naturally relaxed God made our bodies. I just see it like that. So foot detoxing is so, so, so important. Also, last but not least, what we need to do in this is so important. We have to feed our minds with the word of God. We have to feed our minds with the word of God. There's a couple of scriptures I wrote down. I wanted to leave that last because I wanted to make sure that I quote them. First, Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are worried and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. The second one, John 14 and 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled, and do not be afraid. That's John 14 and 27. Also, Peter 5 and 7, cast all your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. Most of the times in the translation we familiar with, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Okay, another one, we're going to go to the fourth one. The fourth one is Colossians 3 and 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. The fifth one, Second Corinthians, excuse me, Second uh, Thessalonians three and sixteen. Now may the Lord of peace Himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you all. To the next one, Psalms 55 and 22. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never leave the righteous be shaken. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petitioning, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God, get this, and the peace of God that transcends all understanding regard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Also, 
Matthew 6 and 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. A lot of times we we premeditate tomorrow's problem, but we need to think about today. You know, try not to. Try not to think about tomorrow. Handle today. Enjoy today, and don't worry about tomorrow's problem. Today's promise. Another thing, going to the next one, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path, or he shall make thy pathway straight. Also, Romans eight thirty one. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We don't need to be worried or stressing about other people. As long as God got our back, it's his responsibility to take care of us, not somebody else. Also, uh, going to the next one right here, Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not be do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Also, Joshua 1 and 9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Also, Two more, or three more, actually. Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. For I know the plans and I have for you. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray with me, and I will listen to you. Also, Second to the last one, Proverbs 12 and 25. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but kind words cheer up, cheer it up, cheer it up, sorry, cheer it up. Also, the scripture that tells us be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And one thing I always say, even though whenever I quote the scripture on the air, I like to explain it because some people may be listening to this for the first time, but be transformed by the renewing on your mind. Be transformed. That word transform is a word called metamorphosis, and it has nothing to do with time. It talk about process. And so it had nothing to do with time, but everything pertains to your will. Your will is the one that speeds up the process or slow it down or make it inactive. So the thing is, we have to think about how bad do we want it? How bad do we want it? And also the main thing, being able to just to yourself, I, I don't believe in, well, think positive. Uh, speak positive words. The best way, because I'm going to tell you, sometimes some of the positive words ain't godly words. So what we have to do is think of godly words. Think of what God's word would say pertaining to that situation. And we say it, speak it out loud. Speak it out loud so that way you can hear it within your spirit. So now we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines right quick. Uh, there may be someone who may want to uh, share something. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Rick Make My Heart. You're on the air. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing great. How you doing, sir? Doing great, doing great, doing great. Yeah, just wanted good. to get you on. Uh, you're welcome to share with us if you like. Yeah, I, you know me. I, I, you pretty much covered all the bases, uh, but just kind of some things, uh, you know, came up in my mind. Uh, I learned how to kind of, um, you know, jot them down as the show goes on. That way I'm able to, you know, kind of have some type of format. <laughs> and I don't want to go off of, uh, I don't want to go away from what you talked about because you talked about some really good things tonight, really great things. Uh, first, um, acknowledging the stresses and the source that they come from. That's a big key. Uh, for me, uh, when you start talking about uh, getting rest and things like that, um, of course, we had a lesson about a couple weeks ago about the Sabbath. Um, that lesson really kind of drove it home for me. Um, I take the Sabbath uh, serious now. And so this past Friday, guess what? I just kind of took the day off. I stayed in prayer the whole day. Um, that was another uh, part of the lesson. And staying in prayer, um, having a relationship with God, uh, we must have an understanding that we were created to have a relationship with God. That was the reason for our creation. So um, I'm just thanking God for this lesson. Um, you talked about spending time with God. I say spending time with God, like you said in the beginning, taking out the trash. I say spending time with God deletes the garbage of your life. So when you when you take that Sabbath that God commanded us to take, that God uh, uh, made for man, uh, uh, Sabbath was made for uh, man, uh Sabbath was made for the man, not man for the Sabbath, right? So uh, when we go ahead and we do what God commanded us to do and we take that time and not only take that time, we take that time in worship and prayer with him, then all those things that we have acknowledged and and acknowledged the source of, they begin to be deleted in our lives. So that's what I got out of your uh, um uh, lesson tonight. It was a great lesson. I really thank you for it. Um, I just say keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much and enjoy and to be continued. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. Take care. Right. Ashley, um, I got one more. Okay. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart. You're on the air. How you doing today? Okay. All right. Um, there are times I uh, sometimes some people may uh, notify me that they were just listening. I appreciate it. But um, what we're gonna do? We just wanted to make sure that we have a full understanding that you know when when it comes down to it, God didn't design us to be all stressed and worried and boggled down with problems and situations. That's why it's so important for us to be able to, like I say, cast all of our cares upon Him. Not just the problems that we have on our heart and mind, but also even the people that we may have on our heart and minds. You know, if we can't fix the problem, then we know that the problem is way above us. So we need to give it to somebody that can handle it. Because to be honest with you, and I know me, matter of fact, I'm going to get a little swig of water. Those that know me, I like being a problem solver. And especially to those that I care about, those that I love. Um, now, there is a difference, and God began to start dealing with me on 
being mindful of who I try to help. There are some people I may try to help or with their problem that is welcomed and it's something that that's manageable. But then there are other people, it's like they deliberately cause chaos. Those are the people you just got to just, hey, look here, God, <laughs> help them. Other than that, you have to kind of just let them do what they do. Excuse me. So with that, I know God had to help me to be able to really just um, know what to do, who to help, who not to help. Also, being able to just leave my personal feelings out of it. Because sometimes when we when we involve our personal feelings, sometimes we go beyond what God wants us to do, or sometimes we don't go as far as what God wants us to do. And so the key thing for us to do, be able to really just look at what may be on our minds and make sure we walk in forgiveness, walk in love, be able to clean the thing. Because beyond the picture, a lot of times, a lot of times what what clouds our judgment, what clouds our mind when we don't release a lot of those things that may be on our heart. When we hold on to things, people don't understand the severity of forgiveness. We're having to learn how to release these things from our minds or on our hearts. And the thing is, that for, that forgiveness or that releasing is not just for their benefit. They may benefit from it, whatever. But mainly that is for your benefit. That helps you. That creates a different environment. I'm telling you, when you begin to hold on to forgive unforgiveness, it sets a spiritual environment for you that's toxic. And what happens a lot of times when you hold on to these things, you become who you hate. So God wants you to be able to just ah, detox that junk, detox that mess from your heart, from your mind. And like I always say, just because you forgive does not mean that you have to trust. You don't have to. You don't. It's not your responsibility to have them at the same level or in the same position as they were before they abandoned or broken that trust. So that's something that we have to really just think about. So that's put that up in prayer, and God will help you to be able to even deal with sometimes difficult people. So with that being said, I want us to be able to really just utilize this as an opportunity for us to be able to just um, develop a closer walk for God and for God to help us in every area of our lives. So with that being said, for those who may be um, not saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us, Thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So this is the opportunity for us to be able to really just give everything to God, cast all of our cares upon him because he cares for us. God wants us to be able to really just come to him and give it to him. Um, As we get ready, as we get ready to really just give everything to God, we're going to cast all of our cares upon him, and we're going to surrender not just our life, but our ways, our way of thinking. We're going to give that to him also. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. We come to you right now, God, thank you, Lord, for who you are, God. You are faithful, God. You are committable, God. We trust you. We love you right now. We ask God to help us in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak it right now, God, that you help us right now, God, to be the men and ladies that you call for us to be right now. God, we speak it right now, God, that you forgive us, God, if there's anything that's in us that's unlike you. We ask you, God, to forgive us, and we receive your forgiveness, and we thank you for your forgiveness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on tonight, God. We ask you all to help us in every area of our lives right now, God. We surrender our will and our ways to you right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak right now, God. There are those who may be watching right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you help us right now to remove any clutter, God. Remove any old data that may be on our minds or in our spirit right now, God. We give you permission right now, God, to delete everything that's unlike you right now, God. And God, help us, God, to clear up the things, God, that may be on us right now, God, that you want us to surrender to you right now, God, to turn over the old data right now, God. Even the fresh data that may be unnecessary, God, help us, God, to have you to inspect any and, and also take inventory of those things that may be involved in us right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stand for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you right now, God, for everything that you've done, but most importantly, everything that you are right now, God. You are our Savior, our Redeemer right now, God. We praise your name right now, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for healing us, God. Thank you, Lord, for saving us right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God, for those who may be sick, touch and heal their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God. Bobby Horn right now, God. Bobby Horn, Mr. Bobby Horn, we hold him up before you right now, God. Continue to bring healing, God, to his body right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're already doing right now, God, what you've already done right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you help right now, God, even uh, whatever the devil may be trying to attack right now, God. We speaking, God, that you bring divine healing right now in the name of Jesus from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet right now, God. Touch and heal every area of his life right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for bringing joy back to him, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for bringing your peace into his life right now, God. So, God, we even thank you, Lord, for what he's doing right now, God, even the assignment that he's in right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for him being the influential person right now, God, to so many people right now, God. Thank you right now, God, for what he's doing right now, God. And so, God, we ask you to help, God, those who may be else, who may be in the hospital room, God. God, be speaking, God, that you bring healing and wholeness to them right now. God, we speaking right now, God, those who are grieving, God, comfort them, be with them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Comfort them right now, God. God, let them know right now, God, that you're there right now, God. And so, God, we speaking right now, God, for us to have a blessed week coming up right now, God, a blessed night right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God, everything you're going to do. And thank you, Lord, for the testimony coming from this, God. We thank you, Lord, for healing right now, God. Lord, we even speaking, God, for those who may look like 
now has been so many that have been trying to commit suicide and have committed suicide. We're speaking right now, God, that you let them know, God, others know who may even contemplate it, God, who may be considering it, God. God, help them understand that that's not the answer, God. God, help them understand that they're valuable right now, God. Help them to understand, God, that's not the that's not the option that they should choose right now, God. Help them, God. We're speaking, God, that you provide a way, God, for them to get a help that is needed right now, God. Even those who may be harming themselves, God, uh, self-mutilization or uh, uh, cutting or whatever, God, anything that they may be doing that's unlike you, God, help them to understand, God, that they are precious in your eyesight and also to us right now, God. Help them to understand, God, that the temple, God, that you live in, God, is so valuable right now, God. So help them to understand, God, their value, their worth right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, there's someone that may feel like giving up right now, God. Let them know, God, that you're there to help them, God, if they can pull through right now in the name of Jesus. God, we're speaking, God, for those who may need employment, God, those who may be even searching for their purpose, their identity, God, reveal right now, God. And as you reveal their identity, help them understand your identity and their identity you right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank y'all for um, watching this video, and I appreciate y'all for y'all continued love and support. For those who may want to get in contact with me, I'm Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, Piers and Paul, or A-T-S and Tom, E-R. Um, you can catch me on Facebook. Uh, you can see my daily devotions and videos, or you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. BrotherPrater.com, you will see my daily devotions and videos and also upcoming events. Also, you can go to the store section of my book, excuse me, store section of my website where you can purchase my book. Purchase my book right here. Purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God and Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men the needs and the responsibility towards um, their family their children, even their children's mother. Also, just having a little conversation, it's, it's almost like a man's conversation uh, of any age. And also, I speak to the ladies, too. So it's almost like two books in one. And also, um, the other book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, um, The Love Beyond Life. This is a dedication to my sister who was tragically killed uh, through domestic violence. Also, like I say, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Mr. Bobby Horn. Um, there was a there's a benefit that's going to be taking place, and it is actually February the twelfth. February the twelfth. It was a uh, it's called For Mo Benefit Show. For Mo Benefit Show. Matter of fact, uh, let's see if I can pull up right quick. Matter of fact, let's see if y'all can see it. Uh, for those who are in the uh, Texas area, in the Texas area, um, this event will be in Carrollton, Carrollton 2425 West Parker Road. It's in Carrollton. Uh, all seats are 20 bucks, and um, 
uh, this young man is for a great man. Uh, those who may be in the wrestling, uh, his name was Sir Mo. He was with WWF. Now it's called WWE, but when he was there with WWF, uh, and I will say on a personal note, this man, he really, really, really um, means a lot to me. He um, he's really has uh, blessed me. Matter of fact, I reached, I reached out um, actually March, Sunday, March the 3rd of 2019. He was on my heart, and I just wanted to check on him, see how he was doing. And then Unfortunately, later that night, I found out that my sister was killed. And the next day, I'm, you know, sitting with my family, and I get a phone call. Of course, during that time, our phone was ringing off the hook. But this particular call, I went on to answer it. really didn't know who it was, and I answered the phone, and it was him. It was Mr. Bobby Horn. This man, look, to me, I'm just, I'm just an ordinary dude. This man took enough time to call me in the middle of my hurt, in the middle of my grief, just to say, man, I'm praying for you, and blah, 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 blah. Look, he didn't have to do that, but he did. And like I said, you know, this is this is something that, you know, it, it touched, it really, really touched me and let me know how much he cares. And like I said, you know, my I just met him. And he took enough time to do that. And matter of fact, even when I reached out to him that the day before, before I found out my sister was dead, I texted him. I in, I inboxed him on Facebook. I inboxed him and sent my number. And he called me, not even knowing, <laughs> not even knowing of how we were going to interact. But you know, they just go to show the integrity of him and 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 so like i said i want y'all to keep him up in prayer in his business he uh he has a wrestling school that i've seen As a matter of fact he allowed me to be able to uh referee not referee but uh ring announce and so i appreciate that you know so uh, i wanted to uh, publicly tell him thank you and um just to let you know on a personal level you know i thank you and i'm praying for you and know that we're here we're here to lift you up before God, and there's nothing to offer God. You know, uh, one of the things that we always heard growing up was uh, man's extremity is God's opportunity. You know, you know, you know, man practice medicine, but God perfects healing. And so that's what we're praying for you on. So I thank each and every one who tuned in, and I appreciate y'all, and I hope and pray that you all have a blessed, blessed week. So thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.